Well, we have a skipping uh, theme song, but that's okay. Um, it gets us into our program tonight, uh, earlier than <laughs> usual. Um, there are uh, it's, it's, uh, there is a faulty track on that uh, disc, and of course that's the one that was played. There is one that actually plays all the way through properly, uh, but I didn't program it that time. Oh, well. Anyway. This is The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. And of course, this is the one show that we do the fun drive. And we have a pretty amazing total right now. We're uh, up to uh, over $17,000, but we're looking at 40000 and um there are reasons for that, of course, many, many reasons. Um, before we get started and we get into the jazz feature, uh, one of the reasons, of course, is training. And uh, we uh, would like to uh, hire professionals to uh, train students for a career or in radio, and CITR will provide the uh, means to do that and the facilities so that uh, these um, paid professionals can come in and uh, teach students how to do proper interviews uh, um, and set up uh, uh, informative broadcasting, all that kind of stuff. In other words, shape your media. And uh, there's lots of other aspects to that, and we'll be getting a little more into, into that. But one of the important things is to donate. And uh, we'll take anything, um, a couple of bucks, uh, whatever you 
can afford, we will be extremely grateful for. And the number to call is 604-UBC-UNIT or 604-822-8648. And that will uh, facilitate things. Our volunteers are on the phones. And, of course, you can uh, be very nice if you could say that the uh, donation is for the jazz show. That would also uh, just be like icing on the cake. But the main thing is that your whatever you donate will be toward the betterment of this very unique radio station. Anyway, to get on with the jazz show, my name's Gavin Walker, and our jazz feature this evening is uh, an incredible recording that was done for the Prestige New Jazz label, and it featured two very adventurous saxophone players, Boston-born Ken McIntyre and Los Angeles-born Eric Dolphy. Now, Ken McIntyre is a little more uh, obscure name, although he recorded prolifically and went on to uh, a long, long teaching career at Wesleyan University. But Eric Dolphy, um, despite his short life, uh, became a real jazz legend. And, of course, um, we all know the sad story of Eric Dolphy. He died uh, at age 35 in Berlin from undiagnosed diabetes. And we lost one of the most innovative and uh, wonderful musicians. Not only was Eric an incredible musician, but by all accounts, um, he was uh, just a beautiful person who, who lived uh, 24 hours a day for music and, and the betterment of uh, humanity through music. Eric Dolphy was uh, um, a true idealist. But this recording is uh, quite unique. Eric Dolphy um, was just signed by Prestige New Jazz Records as an individual artist, as was Ken McIntyre. And the idea came up because both of these gentlemen were influenced by um, the, some of the more free-form elements of jazz, which were beginning to happen in the late 50s, early 60s, through people like Ornette Coleman, Cecil Taylor, and John Coltrane. Um, areas of jazz music were opening up, and, and um, a lot of young musicians felt um, that the principles of uh, bebop, which was before had kind of uh, uh, had a little bit of hardening of the arteries. And um, there were lots of musicians that wanted to do different things, kind of break out from uh, the uh, heavily structured um, music into more free form. And McIntyre and Dolphy were two definitely um, adventurous protagonists. Their main instruments, of course, were the alto saxophone, um, McIntyre also played flute, and of course Eric Dolphy played flute and bass clarinet, and uh, all of his instruments were uh, um, really part of his whole uh, adventuresome um, workout. So the interesting thing about this particular album that we're going to um, feature 
And I will be um, playing a couple of tracks, and, and um, uh, unlike most jazz features, um, uh, there's usually no interruption. We play the whole album. But uh, because tonight is a rather special night, I have to, um, I like to remind people to uh, call in and, and uh, donate to CITR. So I'll be giving a, um, a brief rap about that. Uh, between uh, a couple of tunes, but we will be hearing the album in its entirety. So, getting back to the album, the album is called Looking Ahead. And of course, uh, you know, uh, it was very fashionable at that time to sort of have a, uh, that, that kind of a title for an album. Um, Ornette Coleman's albums were like that too, The Shape of Jazz to Come, Tomorrow is the Question, you know, this, this sort of thing. So this album was called Looking Ahead. Now these gentlemen were indirectly influenced by Ornette Coleman. They were in, not directly in, influenced by, by Coleman. They, they simply realized that Coleman had opened up a lot of areas in jazz, and so did other people, as I mentioned. And um, their playing reflected that kind of opening up. But the interesting thing about this album is that the rhythm section, Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, one of my favorite and hardest swinging piano players, is magnificent on here. Sam Jones on bass and Arthur Taylor on drums were basically a very kind of straight ahead, in the pocket rhythm section. So the contrast is really nice between the, um, the grounding of the rhythm section and the flights of fancy from the two horn players. And it's a beautiful balance, and it makes me, um, every time I hear this album, I wish that these guys would have got together more often to, uh, to record more with this kind of rhythm section. They basically just met on uh, this recording session. They didn't really know one another, but they connected right away. And uh, they obviously had uh, McIntyre and Dolphy, I'm referring to. They obviously had a, a mutual admiration society. McIntyre's alto saxophone style is a little more conservative than Eric Dolphy. And Eric Dolphy, of course, is extremely outgoing on this record, and um, which led people to believe that Eric, you know, outplayed McIntyre. He doesn't really. He's just very different from McIntyre. You'll, you'll decide for yourself when you hear this recording. All the compositions on this recording are by Ken McIntyre. He did all the arrangements for this uh, date, which was done um, at Rudy Van Gelder's studio on June the 28th, 1960. So the music sounds very modern, and yet it was recorded 57 years ago. So we're going to hear the first two tracks on this album, and um, I think you'll in enjoy the, uh, the contrast between the two horn players. The first composition is called La Tire, and the second composition is called Curtsy. And they're both, of course, all of the compositions here are by Ken McIntyre. So once again, Ken McIntyre on alto saxophone and flute, Eric Dolphy on alto saxophone, flute, and bass clarinet, Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Arthur Taylor on drums, and we begin our jazz feature with these two compositions. <laughs>
Those are the first two tunes from our jazz feature, and of course, because uh, it's a very special night on CITR, uh, as far as this program is concerned, we're um, breaking into, uh, we usually play the jazz feature uninterrupted, but uh, we'd like to remind you wonderful listeners out there of our fun drive. This is our annual fun drive on CITR, and we're raising money to shape your radio. And uh, there's all kinds of ways of doing that, um, including, as I mentioned uh, earlier in the program, um, bringing in professionals um, to teach uh, students uh, who wish to get into radio and bringing in uh, professional teachers and, of course, paying them for their time to uh, impart their wise knowledge on uh, uh, students that are interested in all the aspects of radio and uh, how to set up an interview, how to uh, write scripts, uh, all kinds of stuff. And uh, we're raising money to do that. And basically the theme of this year's Fund Drive is Shaping Your Media. And of course CITR uh, provides programming that you're not going to hear on uh, your average radio station so, and it's important to keep our equipment all in the best of shape and uh, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so, your donations are extremely welcome. And, of course, you can uh, write them off uh, as a tax receipt or um, you can get some of the fine prizes, uh, including the uh, CITR card, which entitles you uh, for $30 uh, donation, which is really not much, um, you can uh, get the CITR card, which entitles you to all kinds of discounts at some of the hippest stores in Vancouver over on a very fashionable Main Street and, uh, and different other locations. And um, for that $30 donation, that, that uh, uh, card that uh, you can receive in the mail, um, rather than, say, a tax receipt, uh, gets you all kinds of uh, really, really good stuff. So that's, that, that's not bad. And then, of course, the donations go up. There's all bigger prizes. We can talk about those more uh, a little later on in the show. But the main thing is we, um, we're not asking for uh, piles of money. Whatever you can afford, um, give CITR a call at 604-UBC-UNIT, 604-822-8648. Now, the two tunes we heard uh, on our jazz feature album called Looking Ahead, uh, featuring Ken McIntyre and Eric Dolphy, uh, along with Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Arthur Taylor on drums. The two tunes were written by, of course, um, Ken McIntyre. The first tune was called La Tire, and that featured McIntyre on alto saxophone and Eric Dolphy soloing on flute. Then they both picked up their main instruments for the second tune called Curtsy, and they had uh, a nice exchange of ideas and so on, McIntyre uh, and Dolphy on alto saxophones. We're going to go on now for the uh, third and fourth tune on the album. Uh, tune number three is a great tune called Joe's Tune, G-E-O, short for George, I guess, and it's called Joe's Tune, written by Ken McIntyre. And then the only standard, because McIntyre had this unique style where he sounds a little bit like he's laughing on the saxophone, and uh, that was part of his uh, style, um, Dolphy suggested that they 
perform this old Gershwin tune called They All Laughed. It's a great old standard tune, very light and uh, a very neat melody. And so they, uh, they take that to town. So those are the two tunes we're going to hear. First of all, um, Ken McIntyre's original called Joe's Tune, and the second tune is called They All Laughed by George and Ira Gershwin. So here we go.
two more tunes from our jazz feature. The first tune was called Joe's Tune, Joe, uh, abbreviation for George, I guess, G-E-O, apostrophe S, written by uh, Ken McIntyre and um, the co-leader on this date. And the second tune was written by George Gershwin and uh, entitled They All Laughed. And um, that's, that's a great tune. If you ever check out the words to that tune, they're, uh, they're very clever. And so these two guys had a, a nice relaxed time on that tune. Um, the people involved, of course, uh, Ken McIntyre on alto saxophone and Eric Dolphy on alto saxophone was heard on both of those tunes. And um, Walter Bishop Jr., one of the hardest swinging piano players that I know, Sam Jones on bass and Arthur Taylor on drums. And, of course, with Bishop uh, Jones and Taylor, the quintessential New York rhythm section, and backing up these two uh, adventurous thinkers on the alto saxophone. We have two more lengthy tunes to play for you to conclude the feature. But uh, before we do that, we'd just like to remind you once again, and thank you very much uh, out there for uh, your donation to uh, The Jazz Show. Much appreciated. Uh, Continue to uh, um, think about donating to not only the show, but to CITR shape your media and uh, we'll be back in a moment right after this message on friday march 17th come out to the polish community center to join citr and discorder in celebrating our community's generosity and hard work with the fun drive finale featuring one-off never heard before performances by tim the mute hick puzzlehead ashley shadow swim team and missy d and lady jams can't make it out? The night will be live broadcast at 101.9 FM and at CITR.ca. And for the first time ever, it will be streaming live on video. There will also be a very special publication featuring poetry and visual art from the performers free with entry. Tickets are $10 in advance and $12 at the door, with all proceeds going towards CITR's fun drive. How do you like your media? Raw. Spicy. Free! I like my media semi-side up. You're tuned in to CITR's annual fun drive. This year, we're inviting our community to shape your media just the way you like it by donating to CITR. CITR is a not-for-profit that provides media access and training to the Lower Mainland. Without fundraising, CITR couldn't keep the station running. This year, CITR is looking to help our community shape their media by fundraising to provide new training sessions in current affairs journalism, giving creators new skills to shake up the media landscape. Make a pledge now or during your favorite program to receive a special show prize by calling 604-822-8648. You can also make a pledge now online at www.citr.ca backslash fundrive. And to celebrate our community's generosity, CITR is throwing a funder finale at the Polish Community Center Friday, March 17th. How do you like your media, John? Spicy. Is that good? Thank you. Uh, wait, hold on. I think we can Keegan also said spicy. Can I say something else? Mm-hmm. No, can you ask me a question again? How do you like your media? Well done. But that's not like what CITR is more like a rare steak. Of course, and uh, (laughs) 
the phone number once again. Very important phone number, 604-822-8648. And, of course, our volunteers are waiting for anxiously for your uh, call. Yeah, they're just waving to me uh, here, jumping up and down and yeah, uh, doing all kinds of stuff, doing a little uh, dance, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Anyway, um, we're going to carry on with our jazz feature. My name's Gavin Walker, by the way, and this is The Jazz Show on CITR, a very special edition because it is our Fun Drive edition, and this is the only Fun Drive um, edition of The Jazz Show. So um, those of you out there that uh, are really appreciative uh, of the music, uh, if you do make a donation, mention that it's for The Jazz Show. All of your donation, of course, will go to the radio station. Um, but uh, it's, it's nice to have uh, a little bit of uh, um, accolades for the jazz. So, so thank you very much, those of you who have donated already. The final two tunes on our jazz feature album are my two favorites. The first one, these guys get together and they're going to play the blues. And um, it's a McIntyre composition called Head Shaken. And it features... Um, as far as I'm concerned, the best Dolphy, Eric Dolphy solo uh, uh, of the whole album on this tune. And um, McIntyre knows somehow that he can't really match Eric Dolphy on this tune. Uh, Eric really takes care of business. So Ken McIntyre uh, wisely picks up his flute and provides a very nice contrast um, to Eric Dolphy's. Uh, on the on this uh, long 10 minute uh, 11 minute blues called head shaking and the final tune is um is a waltz and it's a very pretty melodic line uh on uh, familiar chord progressions and it's again composed by Ken McIntyre Mr McIntyre uh, again is featured on flute and Eric Dolphy picks up his big bad bass clarinet and delivers another earth-shattering solo on the final tune of the date called Diana. So here then, Ken McIntyre, you'll hear him on flute, Eric Dolphy on alto saxophone and bass clarinet, Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Arthur Taylor on drums. And here we go with Head Shaken.
<laughs> uh, yes, uh, we heard that one already. So, uh, that was our jazz feature, 
this evening. Uh, and we heard the final two tunes from the feature album, which was entitled Looking Ahead. And it came out on the Prestige New Jazz label. Ken McIntyre on alto saxophone and flute. We heard him uh, mostly on flute on those last tunes. And uh, Eric Dolphy on alto saxophone and bass clarinet on uh, the uh, first tune. Well, on, on both of those tunes. And, of course, uh, a very New York rhythm section, Walter Bishop Jr. on piano, who was um, one of Charlie Parker's favorite piano players and one of the hardest swinging piano players that I've ever known. Walter, I always liked Bishop's playing. Sam Jones on bass and Arthur Taylor on drums. And we, the two tunes we heard, both composed by Ken McIntyre, Head Shaken was the first one, the blues, and the second one was um, an altered um, augmented uh, blues and uh, it was entitled uh, Waltz and it was entitled Diana interestingly enough these, uh, these two gentlemen McIntyre and Dolphy had, had basically just met uh, Ken McIntyre was originally from Boston and uh, he lived a good long life um, in his latter years he spent about 25 years teaching at Wesleyan University and of course gigging as well and he became uh, later known as uh, uh, Makanda Ken McIntyre. And Eric Dolphy, of course, um, became a legend. He was a legend even before he passed away. But, of course, his time with uh, Chico Hamilton first and then Charles Mingus uh, several times. Um, Eric Dolphy was born on June the 28th, um, 1928, in, in Los Angeles. He's the only child of... Um, West Indian parents, and uh, they indulged Eric, Eric's uh, love for music. Uh, Eric Dolphy Sr. built um, Eric a special soundproof garage so that he could uh, practice, and that's all he did. He lived for music, and of course, um, Eric went on to uh, uh, legendary fame with uh, Mingus and sadly died at age 35 of undiagnosed diabetes he uh, collapsed in Berlin, was taken to hospital, and uh, never recovered from his, uh, from his coma. Sad to say, and of course, uh, he made uh, some amazing recordings. This, any recording by Eric Dolphy was uh, worth listening to, and um, this was uh, simply one of the many recordings he made in his very short life. And of course, he became a legend, and people are still studying his... Uh, methodology on uh, all of his instruments today, Eric Dolphy. So it was interesting that these two guys had just met. Uh, Dolphy had signed an exclusive contract with Prestige, as Ken McIntyre did, and um, they, w th they met in the offices of Prestige, and someone said, well, why don't you, you two guys are kind of, um, you know, new stylists uh, on, on your instruments, why don't have you ever thought about making a record together? We, we could do that. And um, this is how this album came about. And uh, we're glad it did. I wish they had done more together. It would have been uh, kind of an interesting um, contrast in, in styles. All right. But we have this, and uh, we hope you enjoyed that uh, jazz feature. Looking ahead, Ken McIntyre and Eric Dolphy. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9. My name is Gavin Walker, 
And of course, we're in the middle of our fun drive and uh, shaping our media. And uh, we're raising funds to uh, help uh, CITR stay on the air um, and stay on the air with um, proper working equipment, which uh, it takes a lot of money to, to, to keep uh, um, upkeep of uh, all the necessary equipment in radio stations, um, record players, CD players, uh, soundboard, all this kind of stuff, computers. Um, it's, not, it's not exactly a cheap endeavor. And of course, um, we raise funds every year. Uh, our goal this year is 40,000 bucks, and uh, that that's seems like a lot of money, but uh, uh, we usually do uh, by the time the um, fun drive is over, and it'll be over on the 17th of March, which is, of course, is St. Paddy's Day. Um, we should have achieved our goal. We did last year, and uh, I'm sure we will this year with uh, your generous donation. So whatever you can donate... Um, be it uh, five bucks, ten bucks, thirty dollars actually is the minimum uh, uh, that you can donate, and you'll get a CITR card, uh, which uh, entitles you to all kinds of uh, discounts at really fine shops, especially those uh, really hip shops over on Main Street um, that are you know specialty stores and sell all kinds of stuff that you're not going to buy downtown at the Bay. Um, stuff that we really like, you know what I mean? So that's a, a really um, uh, nice thing to have is that CITR card. And, of course, for $60, you get a, a special um, CITR pin as well as the uh, CITR card. And, of course, um, the prizes go on. For $250, bucks, um, you will get a framed Discorder cover of your choice. Now, Discorder is the magazine, and it's free, that is published uh, every month by uh, CITR. It's now in newspaper form, and um, it's, it's really a uh, uh, very interesting magazine. covers all kinds of uh, alternate music here in Vancouver and um, gives you all kinds of information. So for $250, bucks, you will get a, a, a cover, a frame cover of your choice, plus um, the CITR tote bag, You'll get the uh, spoken word cassette tape. Um, you'll also get, uh, and that's a limited edition. You'll all, and you'll also get the um, the CITR card and the enamel CITR pin. So that's not bad for two hundred and fifty bucks. CITR can use the money. Shape our audio production. Shape our coverage. Shape our print publication. That's really the theme of uh, CITR. So you can phone in. The number, 604-822-8648. 604-822-8648. That's the number that uh, you doesn't forget. All right. And uh, we'll be back with some more music. We're going to celebrate a birthday uh, on our next segment. Someone who is still with us. He just finished a four-day engagement in New York City. One of the greatest drummers in the world is Roy Haynes, Mr. Snap Crackle, 92 years old. And he's leading a band of 
young musicians in their 20s, and he's actually providing energy for them to play. And he's 92, Roy Haynes. He's one of the, he's one of the wonders of the world. And uh, we're going to be celebrating his birthday because it was his birthday today, March the 13th. He was born in Boston. And uh, we're going to be playing some music under Roy Haynes' leadership, sort of as a tribute to the great Roy Haynes in a few moments, right after these messages. How do you like your media? Raw. Spicy. Free. I like my media. Send me that up. You're tuned in to CITR's annual fun drive. This year, we're inviting our community to shape your media just the way you like it by donating to CITR. CITR is a not-for-profit that provides media access and training to the Lower Mainland. Without fundraising, CITR couldn't keep the station running. This year, CITR is looking to help our community shape their media by fundraising to provide new training sessions in current affairs journalism, giving creators new skills to shake up the media landscape. Make a pledge now or during your favorite program to receive a special show prize by calling 604-822-8648. You can also make a pledge now online at www.citr.ca backslash fundrive. And to celebrate our community's generosity, CITR is throwing a fundraiser finale at the Polish Community Center Friday, March 17th. How do you like your media, John? Spicy. Is that good? Thank yeah. you. Uh, wait, hold on. I think we can Keegan also said spicy. Can I say something else? Mm-hmm. No, can you ask me a question again? How do you like your media? Well done. But that's not like what CITR is more like a rare steak. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Yes. You're listening to CITR, and of course, once again, that important phone number, 604-822-8648. And we'll take any donations, and we'll take them in any currency, uh, you know, whatever you want. (laughs) Pounds, uh, shekels, um, American dollars, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Canadian dollars, you name it. And of course, uh, all the the credit cards. Um, The only thing we don't do uh, is debit, but but you can pay by check. You know that that's okay. Um, we don't have the uh, facilities to do debit, but we do have the facilities to do um, any major credit card, Visa, Mastercard, or uh, American Express. So there you go. It's very easy. Our volunteers are waiting at the phones. Six zero four eight two two eight six four eight. Roy Haynes. 92 years old today, and as I mentioned uh, uh, a few seconds ago, he just finished a four-day engagement in New York, burning with his band, and um, he's, he's just an amazing musician, his longevity and his ability. He hasn't lost a thing on, on, on the drum kit. He sounds exactly the same as he did um, 40, 50 years ago, uh, vital, energetic, and always creative. Um, Roy Haynes was one of the most, um, nobody actually played drums like Roy Haynes, very, very distinctive drummer. We're going to go back to an album which has achieved legendary status. The only thing about this album is that it's short. 
It's only about 35 minutes long, and uh, they've never found any uh, alternate takes or unissued takes. Um, It was issued on Impulse Records. The album was called Out of the Afternoon. As an iconic cover, they went out into the back of uh, Rudy Van Gelder's studio where there's trees and all that kind of stuff, like almost a, a setting like um, uh, some of the homes in uh, in North Vancouver. And uh, all these great musicians on this, uh, this legendary quartet uh, assembled for a photo. Roy Haynes, uh, bassist Henry Grimes, who was still with us, and two departed giants of their instrument, the poet of the piano, Tommy Flanagan, and of course, Rassan Roland Kirk. Um, this album was called Out of the Afternoon, and many, many people say this is one of, the, one of the greatest modern jazz albums ever made. We're going to hear a couple of tracks from here. The first tune that we're going to hear is Roy Haynes' nickname. He's called Mr. Snap Crackle, and that's that really is a a description of his drumming style. Very crisp, uh, yeah, just crackles, snap, crackle. And uh, that's the first tune we're going to hear on the date, and we'll hear Tommy Flanagan, uh, his voice, introduce Roy Haynes on that tune. And uh, (laughs) then we're going to move to uh, another uh, selection from this album. Um, yes, uh, Miss, uh, Snap Crackle was actually composed by Roy Haynes. Then we're going to go to uh, the next tune, which is a great uh, version of one of my favorite standard tunes by uh, Robin and Ranger. The tune is called If I Should Lose You, and that was a tune that Charlie Parker put on the map. And then we're going to com- conclude the set with a great tune that was uh, composed by Artie Shaw, and it's called Moon Ray, and it features an incredible solo by Roland Kirk. As a matter of fact, this ho- these whole three pieces are just so incredible. So we begin with Snap Crackle.
Three tunes from this uh, incredible recording called Simply Out of the Afternoon. And we heard, of course, Rasan Roland Kirk on all of his horns, the tenor saxophone, the uh, stritch, which was uh, is an uh, elongated uh, alto saxophone, or actually a soprano saxophone, the Manzello, which is a, a, an elongated alto saxophone, and his flute as well. Tommy Flanagan on piano, Henry Grimes on bass, and of course the leader, Mr. Snap Crackle himself, Roy Haynes on drums, celebrating his 92nd birthday today. And as I mentioned before, he just finished a four-day engagement with his band in New York City. <laughs> Roy Haynes uh, uh, continues to uh, um, progress, play, and um, make some of the best music on the planet. Incredible. 92 years old. Anyway, on this album, recorded many years ago for the Impulse label, a truly classic date, wonderful cover on this album as well. And uh, we heard three tunes from it. We heard the Roy Haynes original, featured his own drumming, and we heard Tommy Flanagan's voice uh, introducing Roy Haynes as Snap, Crackle, Roy Haynes. There you go. Uh, that's what the tune was called. The second tune was a standard tune, one of my favorites, called If I Should Lose You, and that featured uh, Kirk on Manzello. And uh, the final tune, of course, he pulled out uh, all of his uh, reed instruments on that one, and it's old Artie Shaw uh, composition called Moon Ray. And, um, wow, Roland Kirk, one of the uh, seven wonders of the world, along with Roy Haynes. Uh, unbelievable. We're going to hear more Roy Haynes um, from uh, a couple of other sessions uh, right after uh, some messages. And you are listening to The Jazz Show. This is the Fun Drive edition of The Jazz Show. And um, we'd like to thank uh, our donors who have um, contributed to the show. And uh, they're all wonderful out there. And, of course, there are still volunteers waiting at the phones for some calls and um, donate what you can. Uh, it doesn't have to be a lot. Just make a commitment. Uh, and, of course, uh, all credit cards are valid. Um, as I said, all currencies are valid, too. Rupees, shekels, uh, U.S. cash, <laughs> Canadian cash, whatever. Um, and really... The question is, uh, a lot of people say, well, why give to CITR? Well, it's necessary to support our current operations and, and growth. Uh, the station really relies on the support from our listeners, and, and they're from all over the map because our, our programming is, is, very, is, is totally unique. This is programming that you're not going to hear on ordinary commercial radio, and um, it covers so many bases. A lot of people... 
sort of have a stereotypical view of CITR. They, 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 I've heard people say, well, all they do is play this uh, punk rock stuff, you know, and, and that really is uh, a, a stereo, very much a stereotype. Yes, of course, um, you're going to hear alternative rock, you're going to hear punk rock, you're going to hear techno rock, all, all, all styles of music, um, jazz, classical uh, uh, folk music. Uh, we have a great uh, program every uh, Saturday morning. My my old friend Steve Edge uh, does a show called The Edge on Folk, and uh, it's a, that's a tremendous show. And, and he covers. Uh, um, you, you realize the range of folk music when when Steve talks about it. So, uh, and this program, the jazz show, we try to cover uh, a lot of the uh, of the range and the history of of jazz music. So CITR is not just one thing. And, of course, there's so many community-type programs uh, on CITR covering um, events of the day, news programs, sports, um, current events, um, indigenous programming, which is very, very important because CITR is located on unceded Musqueam territory right out here at UBC. So with this money, we're able to make continual improvements to the station. We're able to um, uh, sustain our continuing operations. And, and of course, we provide training to hundreds of people every year. And uh, we like to bring in professionals to to help them out. And, of course, uh, we need uh, money to pay those professionals um, to... Uh, be able to impart their knowledge on uh, on young students that are interested in getting into radio. We also uh, provide hardware, software to broadcast, and we cover printing costs, um, all, all that kind of stuff. We have a website, a digital library, new broadcast boards. We moved uh, to the new sub-building, and uh, we're continuing to improve our station and the technical systems that run the station. So... That's what the money's for, and uh, so you can shape your media on CITR by donating to CITR, and that's 822-8648, 604-822-8648. That's the hotline, or UBC, 604-UBC unit. All right, and we'll be back uh, with some more Roy Haynes. Right after these messages, you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9. My name's Gavin Walker. On Friday, March 17th, come out to the Polish Community Center to join CITR and Discorder in celebrating our community's generosity and hard work with the Fun Drive finale. Featuring one-off, never-heard-before performances by Tim the Mute, Hick, Puzzlehead, Ashley Shadow, Swim Team, and Missy D and Lady Jams. Can't make it out? The night will be live broadcast at 101.9 FM and at CITR.ca. And for the first time ever, it will be streaming live on video. There will also be a very special publication featuring poetry and visual art from the performers free with entry. Tickets are $10 in advance and $12 at the door, with all proceeds going towards CITR's Fun Drive. I'm a grown woman and that's what's up.
Well, there's a couple of things that we're interested in, <laughs> money <laughs> being one of them, but also the weather. Um, Vancouverites are, are very weather conscious. And, of course, we could be in New York right now. They're going to get two feet of snow there, uh, apparently the blizzard conditions there. Um, you know, our spring really hasn't unfolded the way we want it right now, but uh, it will eventually. It's just come a little, it's going to come a little late this year. And according to the weather forecast, uh, well, the conditions that we're into now are going to prevail for a while. But spring will come, and it'll, it'll be late. But at least we're not dealing with uh, blizzard conditions as they are in uh, all over the East Coast in Toronto. And um, I just uh, uh, emailed a, a friend of mine in New York, said there's a, um, nobody can move there. There's about a foot and a half of snow there already, and it's blinding. They, you know, he can't see for half a block. So do we want that? No. So rain, I suppose, is, uh, is a more civilized um, alternative, even though, you know, a lot of people say, well, gee, you know, usually this time of year the buds are out and the sun's shining and you know, that sort of thing. It'll, it, it'll come. It's just going to come a little later. Anyway, tonight's cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower and then steady rain. Um, tomorrow, rain is going to end in the morning and then showers in the afternoon, and it's going to get windy. So there's, there's the forecast for the next two days with a low of 8 and a high of 11. Uh, Wednesday is, is simply showers with a low of 7, high of 12. Um, Thursday, cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower, low of 3, high of 10. Um, well, it's getting warmer anyway. You know. Friday, rain, um, low of 3, high of 10. Saturday, periods of rain. How's that? Um, same temperature range, and Sunday is uh, a little bit of a respite. It's only cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's going to continue. Uh, we may get the odd sunny break, though. You never know. It happens, you know. 20 minutes of sunshine, everybody goes nuts, and then we get back to rain again. Ah, c'est la vie. A couple of websites to get on, really important ones in terms of the jazz community. One of them is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. Um, they have a um, very comprehensive website. And, of course, it's uh, those of you that are interested in, in the music, especially in, in many of our local artists and international artists that come to Vancouver, uh, Coastal Jazz um, is a good website to go to. They have the, um, the schedule of uh, Frankie's uh, Jazz Club, which is down on Beatty Street. And, of course, there's all kinds of people coming there. And to uh, access um, not only the, uh, the schedule for Frankie's, uh, you can look up, you can make reservations on that website and, and uh, book your table and all, all that sort of stuff. And um, there's always important people coming to Frankie's, and I believe this weekend uh, the great New York guitarist Peter Bernstein will be there, and he'll be performing um, this weekend at Frankie's, so you, you want to book that. You don't want to miss Peter Bernstein. He's one of the finest jazz guitar players on the planet, and um, he's, he's from, he lives in New York City, but he loves coming out to Vancouver. I'm sure, he, uh, I'm sure he'll appreciate the rain rather than uh, what's happening in, in New York City right now, providing he can get out of there. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he can. But uh, 
that website of um, the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, the people that bring you the big jazz festival, there's all kinds of information on there, as well as some, uh, some hints as to who's going to be performing at this year's jazz festival as well. You can check it out. That's coastaljazz.ca. And the other important website is vancouverjazz.com. And uh, that's another comprehensive website as well. So check them out, coastaljazz.ca and vancouverjazz.com. Back to Roy Haynes. We're going to hear a selection from... This one features one of my favorite exponents of the alto saxophone, the, the, the shamefully underrated Frank Strozier was part of uh, Roy Haynes' working band at the time. This was recorded in Los Angeles uh, when they were visiting out there in, in May of 1964. We hear Frank Strozier on alto um, with Sam Dockery on piano. He's originally from Philadelphia. The great Larry Ridley on bass who went on to a great teaching career, and, of course, Mr. Snap Crackle himself on drums. And um, he, Roy, interestingly enough, currently leads a quartet with the same instrumentation, alto saxophone, piano, bass, and himself. And um, my very good friend uh, um, Jaleel Shaw plays the uh, alto saxophone in, in Roy Haynes' current band. Anyway, this is from an album called People. It came out on Pacific Jazz Records, the Roy Haynes Quartet. We're going to hear two tracks that feature the incredible alto saxophone work of Frank Strozier. The first one is the great tune. My favorite version of this tune is is the one we're going to hear right now, Invitation, written by Bronislaw Caper. And the second tune is another favorite of mine, softly as in a morning sunrise. So here then, the Ray Haynes Quartet with Frank Strozier on alto saxophone.
We heard two tunes from this uh, album called People, kind of a rare album. came out on Pacific Jazz. It was recorded uh, when Roy Haynes was visiting uh, Los Angeles in uh, May of 1964 and featured his working quartet with Frank Strozier on alto saxophone. And uh, in my mind, one of the most shamefully underrated uh, players on that instrument. Sam Jones, or uh, Sam Jones, Sam Dockery on piano, and um, Larry Ridley on bass, and of course, Mr. Snap Crackle on drums. We heard two tunes from that album, uh, Invitation by uh, Bronislaw Caper and uh, the great standard Softly is in a Morning Sunrise by Sigmund Romberg and Oscar Hammerstein. The final tribute to Ray Haynes is from an album called Senya. Senya is Haynes, spelled backwards, of course, and this was a little band that he had in the early 70s, and it was called the Roy Haynes Hip Ensemble. And it featured a slightly larger group than he normally worked with. Um, Mr. Haynes, of course, on drums, uh, with uh, Hannibal Peterson, Marvin Peterson on trumpet, and the great late George Adams on tenor saxophone. Roland Prince on guitar, Carl Schroeder on electric piano, Don Pate on electric bass, and uh, Lawrence Killian on conga drums. And, of course, uh, Mr. Snap Crackle on drums. This was recorded in 1972, and this is a George Adams composition called Silly Willie. Check out this band.
That was a tune called Silly Willie, written by the saxophonist on the date, the great late George Adams. And that was uh, a track from uh, an album called Senya. And that was the Roy Haynes Hip Ensemble. George Adams, as I mentioned, on tenor saxophone, composer of this, that piece. Marvin Hannibal Peterson on trumpet. Roland Prince on guitar, Carl Schroeder on electric piano, Don Pate on electric bass, and Lawrence Killian on conga drums, and Mr. Snap Crackle on drums. Silly Willie. Concluding our tribute to 92-year-old Roy Haynes. He was born in Boston, March the 13th, 1926. Amazing musician and still alive and well today. So there you go. All right. We'd like to uh, thank, of course, our generous donors uh, for contributing to the fun drive this year. The phone number, of course, as I've mentioned uh, quite a few times, and we'll continue to mention 604-822-8648. Our um, devoted, dedicated uh, phone personnel are sitting by the telephone. Yes, all alone by the telephone. So make them happy and make a donation and uh, make everybody happy. Mention the jazz show, the jazz show (laughs) as well. Why not? Uh, of course, um, if you dedicate the money to the jazz show, it goes to uh, the station and, uh, of course, contributes to all the things that we do on, uh, on CITR. And we have this fun drive every year. This is the only jab, uh, edition of the jazz show that we'll be uh, talking about the fun drive. It comes to a conclusion, the big party on St. Patty's Day, Um, March the 17th, of course, and uh, the Fun Drive finale will be happening. Um, We'll let you know about it right now. On Friday, March 17th, come out to the Polish Community Center to join CITR and Discorder in celebrating our community's generosity and hard work with the Fun Drive finale. 
featuring one-off, never-heard-before performances by Tim the Mute, Hick, Puzzlehead, Ashley Shadow, Swim Team, and Missy D and Lady Jams. Can't make it out? The night will be live broadcast at 101.9 FM and at CITR.ca. And for the first time ever, it will be streaming live on video. There will also be a very special publication featuring poetry and visual art from the performers free with entry. Tickets are $10 in advance and $12 at the door, with all proceeds going towards CITR's fun drive. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker. A couple of weeks ago, I had the great pleasure of interviewing Maya Ray. At that time, she was 14 years old. Now she's 15. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for retirement. No, she is an incredible um, singer. And, of course, at, at her age, extremely precocious and very, very talented. She's got an album out on Cellar Live. Uh, she did have her CD release party at Frankie's a little while ago, and she's got a whole bunch of gigs lined up. And this album has been getting a tremendous amount of airplay. The album is called Sapphire Birds, and it features Maya with um, um, folks like Miles Black on piano, and my good friend Andre Lachance on bass, Joel Fountain on drums, um, Corey Weeds, the, uh, the, the executive producer of this, and of course uh, the programming honcho at, uh, at uh, Frankie's Jazz Club. Um, Corey, of course, is an amazing musician as well. Uh, he's here on tenor saxophone doing uh, some background work. And uh, Vincent Mai, a very, very fine trumpeter uh, from Vancouver, is also in, uh, in the band. We're going to hear two tunes from this album called Sapphire Birds, and we're going to hear Miles' version of the great George Shearing uh, jazz classic, The Lullaby of Birdland. And the, then we're going to play this tune as a wish that we hope uh, uh, will happen. The tune, of course, is the, probably the best-known Gershwin tune, Summertime. And um, Maya does a wonderful version, and she's accompanied by the redoubtable Andre Lachance on bass on Summertime. So Lullaby of Birdland and Summertime and the very talented young lady, Maya Ray. Lullaby of Birdland, that's what I always hear when you sigh. Never in my wordland could there be words to reveal In a phrase how I feel Have you ever heard two turtle doves bill and coo When they love That's the kind of magic music we get with our lips when we kiss And there's a weepy old willow He really knows how to cry If you should tell me farewell and goodbye Lullaby of Birdland, whisper low Kiss me sweet, then we'll go Flying high of Birdland, high in the sky up above All because we're in love 
The very talented and wonderful Maya Ray from her debut album, and uh, it's hot property. Um, it's being played on radio stations all over Canada and the U.S. It's on Cellar Live. The album is called Sapphire Birds. Maya Ray, M-A-Y-A-R-A-E, and um, she was. She's 15 now, but she was 14 when she recorded this. Absolutely amazing. Uh, We heard the lullaby of Birdland first, and then we heard uh, the Gershwin uh, anthem, Summertime, uh, with Andre Lachance and Maya, just the two of them. Uh, Andre, of course, on acoustic bass. And um, lullaby of Birdland featured the whole band. Miles Black on piano. Andre on bass, Joel Fountain on drums, Corey Weeds tenor saxophone, and Vince Mai on trumpet. Maya Ray. Sapphire Birds. All right. Another birthday today is the great trumpeter Blue Mitchell, Richard Blue Mitchell. But he was born in Florida um, uh, on this day, and uh, he passed away in 1979, uh, fairly, fairly young, died of cancer. But what a great musician. He was one of those... Um, musicians that uh, he wasn't didn't really operate under the radar, but of course the the amazing trumpet players that were really prominent in the in the 60s. While well, we're talking about Dizzy Gillespie and Miles Davis, those were older school. Um, Blue Mitchell kind of occupies the same position as Kenny Dorham, um, a little bit underrated, and um, he is of course appreciated by um, trumpet players. Uh, the world over, and of course he's one of the most tasteful and and wonderful musicians. But the the trumpet scene in 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 the '60s was really dominated by two young powerful players, Lee Morgan, one of them, and Freddie Hubbard was the other one. Uh, and uh, as I said, people like Blue Mitchell and Dave Burns and and Kenny Dorham were kind of uh, a little bit underrated but uh, incredible musicians. And it was um, very fortunate that um, Oren Keepnews, the, the great owner of Riverside Records, uh, really liked Blue Mitchell's playing and gave him lots of recording opportunities. And one wonderful album was called Blue Soul, and we're going to hear the title track from that. It features Blue on trumpet as the soul horn, Winton Kelly on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. We're going to hear two tunes from this album. Uh, The first track is the title track called Blue Soul, and the second tune is a very beautiful tune, um, kind of a soulful ballad, and it's called Park Avenue Petite, and features, you know, Blue liked to play these kind of uh, uh, soulful ballads, and uh, Park Avenue Petite was... um, written by Benny Golson, and Blue does it justice. So here's a couple of tunes by the great Blue Mitchell celebrating his birthday anniversary today.
We're listening now to another birthday celebrant. Sadly, he passed away in 1979, but uh, such a fine, distinctive trumpeter, Blue Mitchell. And um, just he had a beautiful lyrical sense and a very, very pretty sound. And, of course, you could tell Blue a mile away by his, uh, just his individual sound. Blue Mitchell on trumpet with Wynton Kelly on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. This is from an album called Blue Soul, and uh, we heard the title track. That was the first tune, of course, of blues, written by um, Blue Mitchell. And uh, the second tune was uh, a ballad written by Benny Golson, one of his uh, prettiest, and it's called Park Avenue Petite. We're going to move to another Blue Mitchell album. This, I think, maybe is the quintessential Blue Mitchell album. And this is one that I would recommend to anybody. I remember uh, recommending it to uh, my dear friend, the late, great Ross Taggart, who was, uh, um, he loved Blue Mitchell, of course, but of course he was a huge Wynton Kelly fan, anything by Wynton Kelly. So I said, well, uh, have you heard um, the album called Blues Moods by Blue Mitchell? And he said, no, I don't even know the album. And I said, well, if you haven't heard Wynton Kelly on that album, you're missing some of the finest piano playing that Winton ever committed to records. And, and Ross looked at me, he says, uh, you're kidding, man. And I said, no, no. So um, a few days later, um, I was at Ross's place, and we played the record, and he was just astounded, not only by Blue Mitchell's playing on this record, but by pianist Winton Kelly. And uh, you can see why he was a favorite of everybody, especially Miles Davis. He was a regular, and um, he was employed regularly in Miles Davis's band um, at this time, from about 1959 through to um, 1963, Winton Kelly. Anyway, we're going to hear from some tracks from this album dedicated to Blue Mitchell on his birthday. Uh, this album is called Blues Moods, and again, it came out on Riverside Records. It features Wynton Kelly on piano, of course, Sam Jones once again on bass, and the great Detroit drummer Roy Brooks. And uh, we're going to hear a couple of tunes from this album, maybe three tunes from this great album. Uh, we're going to open with um, a wonderful standard tune, the opening track on this album, and it's called I'll Close My Eyes. And uh, then we're going to follow that with a, um, a hip tune written by a um, saxophone player that was on the scene named Rocky Boyd, and the tune is called Avars. So, and then we'll go on from there. So we open with I'll Close My Eyes, and uh, this is a wonderful rendition of that tune. Thank you. 
That's from an album called Blue Blues Moods. And, of course, the trumpeter is a gentleman we're paying tribute to, Blue Mitchell, who was born on this day um, in Florida. And a great and often overlooked player. And this is uh, perhaps his most personal and wonderful album, Blues Moods. Uh, came out on Riverside Records, accompanied by Wynton Kelly on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Roy Brooks on drums. We opened with a standard called I'll Close My Eyes, and then an original by um, a fairly obscure saxophone player who was around New York at the time, a guy named by the name of Rocky Boyd, and he wrote this tune called Avars, and that was the tune number two that we heard. And tune number three was a composition by Blue Mitchell and Winton Kelly, and they kind of put their heads together on the tune. And uh, Blue just called it kind of vague. But it's got a, a kind of a, a lopen in the saddle feel, uh, the bass line. And you can imagine, uh, you know, some lonely cowboy just uh, <laughs> loping across the, uh, uh, the Texas desert or something like that. Anyway, it's called kind of vague, and it, uh, it's a nice mood. Blue Mitchell, and uh, all of this was, uh, as I mentioned, issued on Riverside Records. Our final tribute to Blue Mitchell is from a, a live album recorded in Baltimore at the Left Bank Jazz Society. Um, they held concerts there, and of course these are not professional recordings, but the sound quality on this date is quite good. And Blue Mitchell played this gig um, on Sunday, March the 20th, 1966. And we hear Blue on trumpet with one of my all-time favorite alto saxophonists. I have quite a few, and this guy, uh, for me, is um, very close. Uh, I love his playing. Sonny Red, Sonny Red on alto saxophone, the late wonderful John Hicks on piano, Gene Taylor on bass, and Joe Chambers on drums. And this is a little blues that was written with a kind of a shuffle beat, it's called Blue Spring Shuffle, and it was written by Kenny Dorham. And um, we're going to hear the band do that tune uh, before a very enthusiastic audience at the Left Bank Jazz Society in Baltimore, Maryland. Blue Mitchell and Sonny Red. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was recorded at the Left Bank Jazz Society at uh, one of their Sunday concerts in Baltimore, Maryland, in the uh, Crystal Ballroom. (laughs) Right. Uh, That was the space that they rented. And, uh, of course, the band was led by a gentleman we just paid tribute to, Richard Blue Mitchell, one of the all-time great jazz trumpet players, along with uh, one of my favorite uh, alto saxophonists, Sonny Red, and uh, John Hicks on piano, Gene Taylor on bass, and Joe Chambers on drums. And that was called Blue Spring Shuffle. as a blues written by Kenny Dorham. And, uh, of course, played by these uh, uh, fine gentlemen on this uh, live recording. Yeah, Blue Mitchell with Sonny Red. Mm-hmm. That uh, came out on uh, Uptown Records. Uh, uh, they've discovered a lot of these uh, performances at the Left Bank Jazz Society were taped. And uh, the sound on them isn't too bad for um, a non-professional recording. And, of course, the music is uh, incredibly well worth preserving. So this has been uh, basically, uh, we have one more piece of music to play for you. We're going to end on a bit of a, I guess, a quiet note with some music by Charles Mingus. And um, this is, uh, concludes another edition and the Fun Drive edition of The Jazz Show on CITR. My name's Gavin Walker, and just to remind you about the Fun Drive, listen up. How do you like your media? Raw. Spicy. Free. I like my media sunny side up. You're tuned in to CITR's annual Fun Drive. This year, we're inviting our community to shape your media just the way you like it by donating to CITR. CITR is a not-for-profit that provides media access and training to the Lower Mainland. Without fundraising, CITR couldn't keep the station running. This year, CITR is looking to help our community shape their media by fundraising to provide new training sessions in current affairs journalism, giving creators new skills to shake up the media landscape. Make a pledge now or during your favorite program to receive a special show prize by calling 604-822-8648. You can also make a pledge now online at www.citr.ca backslash fundrive. And to celebrate our community's generosity, CITR is throwing a funder finale at the Polish Community Center Friday, March 17th. How do you like your media, John? Spicy. <laughs> is that good? Thank yeah. you. Uh, wait, hold on. I think we can Keegan also said spicy. Can I say something else? Mm-hmm. No, can you ask me a question again? How do you like your media? Well done. But that's not like what CITR is more like a rare steak. All right. You know that the fun drive was happening this evening and uh, is happening until the uh, 17th, which is, of course, the the final uh, party on St. Paddy's Day. But uh, this is a phone number that you can remember. Um, Write it down and make a pledge to CITR. The phone number, of course, is uh, 604-822-8648. If you don't want to do it tonight, you can do it tomorrow. You can do it the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. We're going to close the show this evening with um, a rather somber piece of music by Charles Mingus. And this is from a, a rather obscure album called Mingus Moves. And um, he hadn't done a commercial recording for several years. And he signed with Atlantic Records and made this uh, date in October of 1973. 
Danny Richmond had just returned from uh, England, where he has been, had been playing with uh, Mark Almond and various rock bands. And uh, Danny Richmond, of course, was Mingus's main drummer and closest friend. And uh, he was back uh, in the band, of course. So we hear Charles Mingus on bass, Roland Hampton on trumpet, George Adams on tenor saxophone, Don Pullen on piano, and Danny Richmond on drums. And this is a composition by Charles Mingus called Cannon.
Ending this uh, edition of The Jazz Show on a somber note, the jazz workshop of Charles Mingus from his um, a selection from his album Mingus Moves, and that featured uh, George Adams on tenor saxophone, Roland Hampton on trumpet, Don Pullen on piano, Danny Richmond on drums, of course, and Charles Mingus on bass of double course. And that was a composition by Mingus called Canon. Well, that's it for uh, this edition of The Jazz Show. Thank you very much for being out there this evening. And thank you very much for your donations to uh, CITR and The Jazz Show. And we'll be back in seven days' time with another edition of The Jazz Show. On behalf of uh, myself, Gavin Walker, CITR, 101.9 on your FM dial or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Take care, stay out of the rain, and good night. Ha 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 ha!